Hi everybody and welcome to the final installation of our Stationery Freaks Christmas gift guide with of course myself Rob Lambert and and with me Helen Lazowski. We're a bit flustered aren't we Helen we've had some IT issues my end. We... <laughs> <laughs> IT and life issues everything has got in the way of this particular podcast. It has it has but we are gonna keep it bright and breezy to close out our session we did yeah. one on pens, we did one on notebooks, we did one on accessories, and now this is our fourth and final one where money is no object. Now, I will say, Helen, I think I may have pushed the boundaries a little bit too far with this one. Really? So really unusual. You you, you took the brief, threw it in the bin and carried on, did you? Yeah. Well, technically, I've got three gifts, and then I've got one really big idea, which I think is a really nice idea to close out the year. But yes, Helen, should we jump straight into it? We're talking okay. money's no object. You've got three things. What's the first one on your list? So looking at my list, what I hadn't realised was that I've done a really nice selection. You could put all of my ideas together and it'd make a really fab, very expensive gift. Nice. So my first one is a notebook um, and it's by a company called Smithson. And they make the most beautiful notebooks. Years and years ago, I got given the tiniest little sort of I don't even know what size it was. It was about three inches by two inches notebook and it still cost like 50 quid. It was ridiculous. But they make the most beautiful leather bound notebooks. They're all got that little silver um, edging to the pages. The pages are that super, super thin um, paper that takes ink pen. Um, And I got this lovely little book and I I used it um, and I found it again recently because it's so small, you tuck it somewhere and then you forget about it. Um, and I had used it, and that was kind of a trip down memory lane. And I was like, that was a really lovely notebook. It's just not big enough. I want something bigger. So I had a look. They do one called the Soho, and it has this really cool little slide closer. Um, you, you, you'll see, because I'll send you a link, and we'll put it in the, the show notes or whatever. Close that up, and it's really nice. It's got a little slider closer that's great. So. Oh, nice. And how much did you say that one was? That was £240. Oh, my word. 240 quid for a notebook. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, man, that's got to be reserved for a very, very special project or occasion, hasn't it? Absolutely. But it, yeah, I mean, the paper is beautiful. It's very, very thin. But yeah, I, I'm not... Yeah. I think it's as much about the memory of having been given that lovely little one that, that it was so expensive and it was such a decadent thing to be given um, that I think it's very much based on my experiences there rather than I desperately need one of these. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be too afraid to put my terrible handwriting into that one. You know, we we always uh, we always talk about the mark and fold everyday notebook and how we don't want to ruin it. And that's like that's like what twenty quid. Saving it for you... best, Rob. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Saving you know, our our different levels of standard for best are a twenty pound notebook versus a two forty. Wow, I bet that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, we'll include all the links in the show notes, of course. Newsletter did go out this week, uh, encapsulating the first three, as well as some finds on the internet. You can get that if you go to stationaryfreaks.com. We are in a bit of a revamp with the website, so actually um, find us on Instagram first, and that's at stationaryfreaks.uk, and follow the links onto the podcast site as well as we get to get to grips with the website a little bit. Tell me about your... What did you go first? Well, I'm going to save the big idea till the end, I think, uh, because it is a bit stupid. Um, but money, no object. I actually got myself on eBay and we'll include a link. But bear in mind, this will be a link to eBay. So this product may have disappeared. I'll try and do a oh, screen okay. grab if I can. And I'm, I like Parker pens. You know, I'm a bit of a fan yeah. of Parker 
growing up in the UK, we had Parker pens as a sort of special treat. Um, if you were good at Christmas, you'd get a Parker pen. So I did a search for Parker pens and I found one and it's called a Parker Duofold Bumblebee Fountain Pen, 2007 limited edition. Now, as you can imagine, this is yellow and black. It looks very much like a bumblebee. It looks beautiful. It's an ink pen, fountain pen, and it just looks stunning. Mm. Nice little display box, a card um, purporting to its uh, origins and actually being a genuine pen, although <laughs> you never can tell with eBay. No, well, it's always a bit of a punt, isn't it? Yeah, and this this thing's expensive. Are you ready for this? I, I don't think I am, actually. Go on. Yeah. It's a whopping five thousand pounds. Good. <laughs> well, you know, has it, it's obviously not sold yet, so maybe it's not worth five thousand pounds. Well, that's it, isn't it? I was looking at pens, and you got obviously Mont Blanc pens, and some of those are going for like you know fifteen, twenty thousand yeah. pounds, and what have you. Um, but this one just looks really good. But then, you know, Parker sometimes tend to be on that sort of entry level into you know a nice pen or a nice fountain yeah. pen. And so you think five grand on a Parker pen, but oh, I tell you, it looks beautiful. I have to be honest, Rob, you've picked two pens there. Uh, Parker pen and I have never, ever got on. I just can't really? get to grips. I've never enjoyed them at all. And you've picked that one. And then the other one you've picked is the Mont Blanc. And I was actually given one of these years ago by some most generous uh, a friend of mine in a company who managed to... I was leaving the company and she managed by a fair means or foul, let's not even talk about it, and plus some contacts in the trade uh, to get the price down. She managed to get me a Mont Blanc pen as a gift for leaving. And it was the most touching, most beautiful present that I've ever, ever got. But I do not enjoy writing with that either. I recently had it repaired. I still don't enjoy writing with it. It's just not joyful. You see, I've never, I've never used a Mont Blanc pen, but there was a, a Mont Blanc store in an airport recently. Where was I flying to? I think it was Romania, and obviously with the exchange rate and the slightly cheaper prices, I was, I was a little bit tempted to get a pen. But I mean, it was still about 150 quid, but it was, it was, you know, a bargain compared yeah. to day prices. Ah, there you go. Not, not all pens are suitable for everyone. No, no, absolutely right. All right, with that £5,000 pen, what's second on your list then, Helen? I do want the link for that. I've got to go and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not for everybody with a bright yellow and uh, black either, I would imagine. Not at all, not at all. It certainly, uh, certainly stands out. Statement piece, more than one way. Uh, so the second thing on my um, list is something that, again, is lovely, um, and I... It, I'd really like to have bought this, but I can't justify this at all. So it's by Diamine, the people who make the ink, fountain pen ink, and they do an ink vent calendar. Now, Rob, I may have once told you the story of the gin vent calendar with myself and a yeah. friend of both of ours, Melissa. Yeah. Um, and I no longer drink gin as a result of the gin vent calendar. <laughs> incidentally, yeah. we had in March. Um, but yeah. Anyway, moving on. Ink vent calendar. Really, really just lovely idea i like the idea of these little tiny bottles every day you get i mean it's quite a lot of ink i mean it would do you two or three fills probably of a pair maybe even more you get 24 of the little ones and then on obviously the 25th you get uh, 30 milliliters which is a good size ink bottle um of of all different colors and it's yeah. 90 quid and i think that's a bit of a bargain actually so oh, i wow. think that's that's the kind of advent calendar i love that sounds cool. So you get like a tiny little, uh, they're different colours each day. Yeah, 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 
age, day's different color. I don't suppose, yeah, you can't choose what your big bottle color is. I'm hoping it's going to be something, you know, something that's not quite so, I don't want it to be too unconventional on the last day. You don't want 30 milliliter bottle of bright orange, perhaps. I mean, I would, obviously, but not everybody <laughs> would want orange ink or whatever. So yes, I don't know is the answer because I've never had one, but I'd really, really like one. Wow, that sounds cool. That's a proper stationary freak's proper gift, that, isn't it? You know, I know, it right? just keeps on giving every day for the whole of Christmas. Wow. It's not cheap, though. I mean, 90 quid is a pretty serious yeah. investment. Yeah, but if you if you have like 3,000 ink pens like you have, then I think <laughs> it's probably a really great gift, isn't it? You know, different ink pen, different ink every day. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, we'll include that in the uh, show notes as well. And we will pop out a special uh, final Christmas edition uh, newsletter as well, just to wrap up this final show. So tell me, what's your, your second one? You, you know, I like uh, writing bureaus. I do. Well, I thought... Oh, about... <laughs> wait. I see where this is going. <laughs> you, seem to, you seem to have gone for things that money's no object, but they're somewhat potentially achievable, obviously, depending yeah. on your, your income. Whereas I've I've kind of gone like, what's the most expensive stationery I could find? I was actually really looking for a, a vintage, really old, sort of maybe like a Japanese or a Chinese um, writing station. And there are loads of them. And they're actually really beautiful. But I stumbled really? across an antique, I'll, I'll read the title. It's quite a long-winded title. It's an antique campaign bureau, Anglo-Indian teak colonial writing desk aged in the Victorian era. So, you know, early 1900s. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, you know, solid teak, you know, um, it just looks absolutely stunning. And it's currently for sale on sellingantiques.co.uk for £3,650. But if it's like, I mean, if you say late Victorian, that's still the 1880s, 1890s. Yeah, yeah. That's got some age to it and I mean yeah I that I mean it's all made with teak and it'll be beautiful workmanship I'm very jealous that I didn't even think I mean the question is Rob is does that count as stationary yeah yeah because it's got all the little cubby holes I was just looking at it now it's got all these like pull out boxes so you can open all the doors just above the desk and then you can pull out all of the cupboards and and you can put pens in there and I think that counts as stationary. Yeah, we did a an ex, did an accessories episode. I we think did. this is a this All right, is yeah. the accessory. All right, you you you've talked me around. I was very dubious, <laughs> but yes, you put it under the accessories category. It absolutely fits there. So, God, love it, love I'll it. To, yeah, I'll have to give in to that. All right. All right. What's your oh. um, third and final stationary gift? Okay, so this is a bit more in your league, Rob. So. Do you remember, I can't find it on the internet I, because there is no link to it, but do you remember me telling you about uh, a friend of mine who had been recently um, to the place where Isaac Newton had oh, yeah. his apple tree? Yeah, yeah. So it's called Wollaston Hall or Manor or something like that. We can put the link into that. But apparently every so often they trim that real still existing apple tree um, and with the bits that they can, they turn them into fountain pens and rollables. And I would love, love one of those wooden fountain pens. So I can't find a link to this, but I vaguely remember it was about 400 quid. So it really, really is hefty. But, you know, it's very, very, I know, right? And in mm-hmm. fact, because I couldn't find a link to it, I've kind of cheated a bit. 
and I went and found something else that I'd seen ages and ages ago about um, York Minster is another big cathedrally churchy thing um, up uh, north in the UK. York is beautiful, sort of Viking history and all sorts of things in the UK. So it's really lovely. Apparently, part of it that was built in 1250 AD, there was a fire there in about 1984. And instead of just removing all the wood and burning it and getting rid of it, all this really old wood, they saved, they preserved. And okay, it's a little bit charred, but they've turned that into fountain pens. And you can get a fountain pen for like 60 quid, which is infinitely better. Made from wood that's, you know, not quite a thousand years old, but very nearly. And that I felt was kind of in the same spirit. So I can give a link to that rather than the Newton's apple tree, but it's the Newton's apple tree that I really want. Oh, wow. Maybe they've sold out of this batch, which is why you can't find it. And then they have to trim a little bit more off and then make them available again. I, I suspect you actually have to go into the shop. They don't do, uh, <laughs> you have to go into the shop at the place. I bet they don't do them online. So, yeah. Because this is the actual apple tree that the apple fell from, apparently, according to legend and you know, clocked him one on the head and he, uh, <laughs> he rest his history, so to speak. Suddenly discovered gravity that apparently was always there, but we never had a name for it before. So that's it. That's, that's it. Oh, I like that <laughs> idea. My, my dad used to make fountain, not fountain pens, pens and with his wood turning and his rooting and all that kind of stuff. And he used to make these beautiful pens. Um, but I don't think he ever made a fountain pen, but that sounds cool. Get an old building and turn it into something reusable. I like it. I love. I like the recycling. I like the sustainability, and I like the preservation of history. So to me, yeah. that history, something that is is history in itself. I just love it. Gets me very, gets me all feeling all warm and fuzzy. So yeah, that's those are my three, and that was my big one at the end. And I thought I was te- I was pushing the boat, but after you, Rob, it really wasn't. Oh, you, I, you know, you know. I know, and I hesitate to ask now what your your third one is. Well, my third one's actually a little bit more reasonable, actually. I'm a, a big fan of, uh, they've got a couple of shops in London, a company called Labour and Weight. And if you've not checked them out, go to their website. It's absolutely brilliant. It's there's sort of like a low quantity of stock in terms of different stuff you can buy. It's not like Amazon where you get anything. But they carefully select it, and it's stuff that's like really well made. You can get stuff for your house. You get some stationary bits on there. And the one thing that I've pulled out is called a rotary pencil sharpener. It ah, is yeah, very like it. similar to, yeah, my Rapsico one that's made of plastic. But this one's made of, I think it's made of stainless steel. Uh, it's a metal bodied one. And it is beautiful, proper really? old school. And it's £195, which is a huge amount of money for a, for a pencil sharpener. <laughs> But if you go on their website, you'll find like metal toolkits and like carry bags and stuff that's just like, it reminds you of something from like, you know, early 1900s or something. Oh, really? Just, yeah, everything's beautiful. It's such an amazing uh, shop. I've never been into the actual shops in London, but I do plan to at one point part with a fair amount of money, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, but that's it, Labour and Weight. They've got a really nice uh, YouTube, uh, sorry, Instagram channel where they do behind the scenes of the products and why they've picked oh, yeah. them and stuff. So yeah, very, very cool. And is that weight W-A-I-T or W-E-I-G-H-T? It is. It's labor and weight, W-A-I-T. So you okay. labor for something, L-A-B-O-U-R and weight. Yeah, very, very cool. Uh, yeah, their stationery is lovely. Really nice stationery. So. Well, that, that's a company I've never heard of. So that's unusual for me. <laughs> but, yeah, no, but that's that some cool, cool stuff on there. 
So thinking big, Helen, um, I, yeah. I rustled together those three basically over the last couple of weeks <laughs> because the <laughs> one I originally chose, you made me realize it's not actually a stationary gift for us. Okay. Um, but we've talked about this, so it comes as no surprise for you, but I thought really big about this. And I thought, wouldn't it be really cool if money's no object uh, for us to hire out something like the XL in London, which is a huge venue. Yeah. We did talk about this before. <laughs> this is the thing. This is our, our chatting over a pint about what could be one day. Yeah. Well, yeah, one day we hope to make this happen. And obviously, yeah. if there's any listeners that, that might have some ideas on how to make this happen, then give us a shout. But um, this is sort of slightly different to what we were talking about, but in, in some respects, the same thing. We hire out London XL or something like that. We invite every single station and company that we like or we've mentioned, every single one of them, and we pay for them to be there because obviously money is no object. No, we that's right. ask them to bring one product um, from their line that they're most proud of, and of course we pay for that. So there's no money being spent by the companies here. We collect all of that stuff together and we ask them for many, many copies of that product. So, you know, a thousand notebooks, for example. We take one of each of those, we stick them into a really beautiful stationary box, and then we invite all of our lovely listeners from Stationary Freaks. And no matter where they are in the world, money's no object, we'll fly you here. I will say at this point, I am caveating that this is a pipe dream, so please do not invoice us for any flights that you may have booked. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody gets to attend, and everybody gets one of these beautiful stationary boxes, which of course we will pay to get back to your home, wherever you've come from. Again, money's no object. We'll put and it's filled court. with all this lovely stationery from all our favourite favorite suppliers. Absolutely. <gasps> it's a beautiful, beautiful oh. stationery box full of really, really cool stuff. And you come to the XL, there's displays and talks and all sorts of cool stuff happening. And, yeah, obviously it would all be paid for by us because uh, money's no object. That just sounds amazing. I it we does. should do, Well, if only money were no object, Rob, that would just be just awesome. Sad reality is money is an object. <laughs> so that that was going to be my one idea, and then you you were like uh, you started talking about gifts, and I was like, actually, that's not a gift, really, is it? It's not something someone could go out and buy. So there we go. I like that one though. That's my favourite. I mean, that's really nice thing. You know, if money were an object, that is actually one of the things I love doing most is giving stationery to people who love stationery. Right. Absolutely. So I've just done this. You'll have seen on, on Instagram. I've just done this for my brother. I've shamelessly used the uh, little sort of, not discount code. What is it? It's like a bit of an offer that Mark and Fold, Amy from Mark and Fold gave us um, to get a nice um, planner with the diary. Um, I just thought it's so lovely. And my brother absolutely is a stationary freak, but he wouldn't admit it. Admit it. So I've sent him this as a surprise and it's just so lovely. He sent me some photos going, oh my God, this is so pretty. <laughs> so I, I basically stuck them on the internet and just said to people, just don't forget if you are buying something really, it, they're not cheap, but they are just such beautiful quality. And that giving of stationery, just love it. I just love it. I oh, know. Imagine the, the faces of people at this event with a beautiful stationery box, all paid for, oh, some talks, yeah. some displays, you know, maybe some behind the scenes of how people yeah. make notebooks, maybe some classes on how to, you know, hand sew some stitching onto a book or something. It'd be amazing. Yeah. I just think like, why did, you know, the things I love is, you know, talking to people, why did, why did you think that we needed more stationery in this world? Because every single person's story about why they've set up a stationary related company is really interesting right yeah 
Yeah, and I've actually in our next episode, um, which we'll record after the after the break yeah. in the new year, um, I found a couple of places on Etsy that have got some wonderful stuff, and we'll maybe do yeah. a bit of a shout out at the start of the year. So um, there we go. There we go indeed. What I'll do is I'll include that code that Michael Fold gave us in the show notes for this one as well. So if you buy one yes. of their 2024 planners, the diaries. It's good until the 1st of uh, January, midnight. Yes. So yes, I've used it. I know it works. You're very welcome to use it too. I'm sure Amy will be delighted. Yeah, yeah. So you buy one of their diaries, you get a, a sort of desk planner free with that diary. So yeah, beautiful offer. Yes. Thank you, Amy, at Michael Fold. All right, Helen. That's it for Christmas. Um, yeah. We'll record again in the new year. And um, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, numbers are going up with the listening. We're always amazed, aren't we? We're having a quick chat about the stats before. It's incredible. So thank you. Yeah, two freaks just waffling on about stationery. Who would have thought? I know, right. <laughs> Lovely to have you aboard for everybody who's listening. And whether you celebrate Christmas or not, have a very nice few weeks until we're recording again. Absolutely, indeed. And we shall speak to you in the new year. So everybody take care. That's it from me, Rob. And from me, Helen. Bye-bye.